Welcome to CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds, former two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council, is the CarPro. Kevin McCarthy, Hall of Fame broadcaster and two-term national freckle champion, is his sidekick. Here we go on CarPro USA. And we thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. We're coming to you live, and we're coming to you on the last weekend of the month and the last weekend of the first quarter of 2022. That means it's time to pull the trigger if you're thinking about making a move and assuming you have a trade-in. If you don't have a trade-in, it's probably the worst time you could you could possibly buy. If you do have a trade-in, it's the best time that you could have come across in the last five years. Our free weekly newsletter that came out yesterday, by the way, you can subscribe at the bottom of the page at carprousa.com. We'll get you a copy of yesterday's in your inbox very quickly, usually within two to three minutes. Uh, so you can join along with us, and then you'll get one every Friday from this point on. But the big headline was used car prices are up on average from a year ago $9,080. That's a tremendous amount of money. Uh, Percentage-wise, if you prefer those, used cars are up 41% from a year ago. New cars are up 11%. And it's not really that most cars have gone up, even though even though some have. Manufacturers, all of them, the past decade or so, have issued price increases in the middle of the year, sometimes two and three times. They go up on the MSRP. They go up on the dealer cost. And they usually go up on the dealer cost more than they go up on the MSRP. Big surprise there. But just a simple math of 11% new being up from a year ago and 41% used from a year ago. If you got a trade, now is the time. This is a used car bubble. It will not last. Prices will come back down to normal. They have to. They cannot sustain where they are today. I watch the auction every week just to, to figure out the trends. And this week was nuts. I mean, it, 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 the prices did not wane a bit. Uh, they stayed really high, particularly on SUVs and pickup trucks. But, you know, regular cars were bringing big bucks too. Camrys and Accords and, you know, Nissan Altimas and Maximas. All of them were bringing big, big, big money. So if you got a trade... Let's do something. Let's talk about it. Before you do it, though, 800-926-7777. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is here. One of the things that surprised me in your article about used car prices, by body type, convertibles were up, on average, almost $14,000 more than they were last year. Coupes, also over $11,000 than they were last year. Those are the biggest raw numbers of any body type, like wagon, SUV, pickup, or whatever. Those are both vehicles that the, the values were very low because they're just not that popular. And convertibles are very seasonal. So they had the most to gain. Oh, so they were they were coming from a, a low spot. Yes. Exactly. I was wondering, because I know what you've said before about resale value of coupes. And convertibles for the most part. Yeah, and, and it's typically not that great. I mean, again, convertibles are seasonal, 
and they go up in the springtime. They fall back down as we head into winter, and it's worse in some parts of the country than others. But in places where the weather's, you know, in Southern California, convertibles are good all the time. In New Jersey, not so much. Spring, <laughs> and then the dump them in the fall. Yeah. That's that's what most people do. But we had a lot of good information for you yesterday. Two new reviews. I had the uh, SQ7 Audi SUV. 2022 model which was super fast with 500 horses amy plemons had the 2022 honda civic 1.5 touring uh which is in the running for the world car of the year by the way and when you see her review you'll see she agreed with that 100 percent. and if you're looking for a family car u.s news and world report did a list of the best fact uh, family cars to buy and i thoroughly agreed with their list it was a good list. I love what U.S. News and World's Re- World Report does. I will always use their articles in our newsletter when they put one out. Diane, Irvine, California, welcome. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I am 72. I thought I had bought my last car. Um, which is a um, Subaru Outback with all the bells and whistles on it. Safety is a really important um, factor for me. But I have always driven smaller cars, and I think this car is too big for me. Okay. Um, I've gotten into a couple of fender benders. I love the, the safety features on it, and I was thinking of maybe downsizing to a... Um, uh, uh, cross track. That's what um, I was going to suggest. Okay, um, but my problem is, is I don't have another car to drive. I'm I'm single, um, and so I'm going to have to. You know, I don't know exactly what to do. I know that cross tracks are really popular, and there's probably none available. And um, but um, I think my my 2017 Subaru has. 65,000 miles on it, and half of the features I've probably never used. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and it does have a small dent because I get into fender benders in parking lots because I can't judge how to get into the spaces, which are too small here in Irvine for bigger cars. Yeah, no, I get it, and I think that's so, it's a good idea. Um, you know, you could get a cross track probably within a month. Um, they're building them; they're just not building them as fast as they as they were. They're they're building the majority of Outbacks and Foresters because they're the most popular uh, in the Subaru mm-hmm. line. But you know, you could continue to drive yours until the new one comes in. You just need to communicate with one of my dealers at my website. I've got two of them. Tell them what you're looking for. Okay. Be as flexible as you can. Um, you okay. know, the Crosstrack is going to come with all the same safety features that you're already used to. So no issue there. Okay. But if you can be flexible on color, on, you know, some of the other options that might get you a vehicle quicker, that's what I would do. The big thing is just let them do what they do. And they're really good at it. So just say, look, my name's Diane. I'm looking for a Crosstrack. Um and, you know, I'm not interested in these colors, but anything else would work. And let them find you one. And as soon as it comes in, 
They'll call you. You go in and you look at it. You trade your vehicle, and you're down the road. Okay, that sounds great. It can be. Do you it know can be if they have the newer ones have side sensors because that's where I do all my. Kiddo, you know, we're out of time. We're. I'm sorry, we're out of time. But that's a good question to ask them. Hey, cars don't go two hundred thousand miles anymore. Well, actually, some do. Find out which ones. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. Kevin McCarthy riding shotgun with you and Jerry Reynolds. We always publish the weekly recalls and investigations in the newsletter. Although NHTSA is doing something new with more urgent recalls, what's well, we've up had with a lot that? Of that? We've had a lot of those lately. Uh, various cars that can spontaneously catch on fire, and you need to not park them in your garage or close to another car or even close to your house. So they've they've come up with a new system where if you put your VIN number in at safercar.gov, you can, uh, if it's got one of the urgent recalls, and, and tip, basically it's it's the, you know, do not drive your car or park it away from other cars, that sort of thing. It'll pop up in a box that is uh, real apparent to you. I love safercar.gov. It's a great, it's a great vehicle. It's a great vehicle to find out what recalls are out there, and if you you can enter your vehicle in an app the VIN number, and if one should pop up, you'll get a text that says, hey, you got a recall. Or you could just do what everybody else does and read our weekly newsletter. <laughs> that's free, and we'll give it to you before anybody else. And that's the way it works. Therese in Houston. Welcome. Therese, how can I help you? Hi, Jerry. Hi there. I have a, I mean, I have a 2018 Audi Q5 with about 15,000 miles. And I'm thinking about trading it in for maybe a Toyota RAV4 or an Acura RDX. What are your thoughts? What, what are you trying to gain? Well, my concern is with the, with the Audi um, maintenance costs down the road. The I have a relative that's got an Audi, and it turns out that like they had a rear differential problem. It's going to cost them probably about $10,000 to fix it. So I'm thinking... Maybe it's going to cost me a lot to down the road to have this vehicle. I mean, they they are more expensive down the road. Same same is true with Mercedes and <clears throat> a lot of cars. But did you, did I just want to verify that I heard you right? Fifteen thousand miles. Yes. Wow. Okay. So if yeah, you're ever going to trade and you want to get you want to get this worry off your back. Uh, there just possibly couldn't be a better time. So, what are you, you you're thinking about a Toyota Highlander? A Rav Four. Oh, a Rav Four. Okay, that's yeah, or or an Acura RDX. Ooh, I like that too. Both those are pretty small compared to what you're used to. Um, and I I, I get you don't need a third row seat, so. Uh, you know, we won't go into those big things. And I love both the RAV4 and the RDX. Uh, the RDX has actually got some really neat electronics in it, much more of what you're used to with that Audi. Uh, 
than you're going to get with the RAV4. It's it's behind. It's a great SUV, probably the best compact on the market. But you're used to a lot of bells and whistles, and you're more likely to get that on the RDX than you are the uh, RAV4. And, you know, the RDX is made by Honda, so it's a wonderful SUV and a lot of fun to drive. Um, so for those reasons, I'd go with I'd go with the Acura over the the Rav Four. Well, what are some resources for figuring out like the, getting the best price for my Audi versus getting the best price for the new vehicle? Well, for the new one, go through my website and reach out to my contacts. Just click on Find Your Car Pro at carprousa.com. They're still taking really good care of my listeners. Two great dealerships uh, for Acura and for Toyota are listed there. And then do some research on the Audi Q5. While you're at my website, click on Sell a Car. Get a bid on yours. If you get online, Therese, and you start looking at KBB and all that, you're going to get a wide variance because none of them are accurate. And as I've said on the air here for 20 years now, a car is only worth what somebody's willing to write a check for. If you click on find a car, those people are willing to write you a check for that car. That'll give you a good sense of what it's truly worth. And you can present that to one of my dealers, whichever one you choose, and and tell them to match it. And you know you've got the best deal. Yeah, is it best to do it as a trade-in or try and sell the act? No, the, uh, try to do it as a trade-in because you're going to get a six and a quarter percent tax savings on the new vehicle if you do. In Texas, you subtract the trade-in value before tax is applied. So if you can trade it, trade it for for goodness sake. But if not, then sell it outright. And but I don't think. I, any any dealer right now would love an Audi Q5 with 15,000 miles. I don't think you're going to have any worries. Good luck. You might even be able to trade a boat in on a car. Ask Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. Next up is Dan. Cars... Carlsbad, California. Hello, Dan. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I got to tell you, I'm a huge fan. I've talked to you guys a couple times before. Kevin, it's just a, a great show, and your sidekick, uh, Jerry, is actually very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Check is in the mail. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> okay. So I am uh, following the CarPro USA system. I've talked to you a couple of times, and this is another key milestone. Listener for two years, I have always been leasing cars. Every three years, turn it in, typically pay an amount. I uh, talked to you after reading the newsletter um, in June. My Cayman S lease was up in July. Uh, I took your advice. I got a price on it. I took it back to the dealer, and uh, they gave me twelve grand more than my resistance than my payoff. <laughs> Oh, and you and and okay. you talk about Kevin like that. Uh-huh. Yes, Kevin was just brilliant. It was incredible. And you're very funny, Jerry. <laughs> okay, so <then> I, <laughs> you must be listening so upside I, down. I, yeah, I leased a, a Taycan, a Taycan, 
And I had that in July, and that was great. And I got uh, on your on your. I was listening to your show and reading the newsletter, and I said, "What the heck? I'll call and get." A, I called your buy car thing, sell a car. Yeah. And um, I got a uh, offer of I owe for residual was eighty two, and this is just four months later, five months later, and the dealer came back at ninety ninety two. And then another Porsche dealer came back at 100. Wow. I took the car in after, since I got in July, I took the car in in February. Uh, they paid off the 82. They gave me a check for 18. I like this guy. EV, I, I can't, so I'm up, I'm up big time right now. Buddy, that is so great. I, I'm only kidding. We're, we're running short on time here. I, I, I yeah. hate to cut you off. Here's the bottom line. So what what'd you end up with? I end up with a man. You're cutting out. You're, you're really, I heard the eighteen grand part. Yeah, I heard he got eighteen grand in his pocket. But we're out of time, and you're cutting out really bad. Dan, thanks for listening. Thanks for following our instructions. $100,000 on a Benz truck. People who think paying cash gets you a better deal in a car are, well, wrong. Just left the dealership and we turn it up. Find out why at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy and Jerry Reynolds. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. And thank you, Jerry. I now have something to do tomorrow before March Madness gets going again. What would that be? I never would have thought I would have been that interested, but that new documentary on the GMC Hummer EV. Boy, that thing's pretty. That, that's got to be interesting. No, you know it is. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's airing gorgeous. tomorrow morning. I think uh, ten or eleven, 11 Eastern time. Eleven Eastern, I believe. So ten Central on uh, the History Channel, and <clears throat> that was just one of the things we talked about this week in the newsletter. I gave you information on that and some sweet, sweet cars coming up at the Barrett Jackson. Oh yeah! In just a few weeks, uh, you'll be surprised about that. And then <clears throat> a couple of. Uh, Recalls, and if if you look, want to see where we were last weekend when we were at the North Texas Auto Show, we got a slew of pictures and videos that are up, and you can see a lot of the neat new cars, like the uh, Silverado electric truck, the new Z06, the Polestar was there. We mm-hmm. got pictures of that for you, and that's a great looking vehicle. <clears throat> Let me talk to you real quick about what I call panic trading people who get shocked at the pump and i know uh if you're in los angeles you're suffering pump shock every time you fill up but you got to do the math and see if trading given the environment of high prices on new cars right now given the environment you got to do the math and see if the numbers do work for you uh there's a fuel cost calculator at the government's fueleconomy.gov website. We had one in our we- in our newsletter just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and look at, sh- at your particular driving habits. Look at how many miles per gallon you average, how many miles a year you drive, and then what price gas you are paying right this minute. 
and see what it costs you per year. Put those same numbers in on the car you're thinking about buying and look at the difference. A lot of people are surprised that it's it, it, it hurts, but it's not as bad as it feels like when you're standing there at that gas pump. So all I'm telling you is to trade for the sake of improving your fuel economy with the price of cars today, to spend that kind of money to save, you know, 50 to $150 a month might not be your best move. But don't guess at it. No. Figure it out for your own self. Uh, for the average driver today, 15,000 miles a year, 25 miles to the gallon, a $1.50 increase in gas costs you $67.50 per month in fuel cost. Can you make the case for going out and spending thirty or $40,000 for a new car? I don't think so. But no, for sure. Eric in Sargent, Texas. Eric, welcome. How can I help you? Hey, Jerry. I've got a 2014 hybrid, Porsche uh, e-hybrid Panamera yeah. with about 65,000 miles on it. And I love the car, but they're starting. And I have like a, I bought like an extended uh powertrain warranty in case it drops an engine or a transmission, but it doesn't cover all the little stuff. And it's starting to really get to me. Like now an oil light's coming on telling me that I'm low on oil and it's really not and, and things like that. And I was just kind of, and the other thing is the e-power, the, uh, the plug-in batteries, it's probably getting me about nine miles on a full charge. Uh, so I'm just wondering what your opinion is on, on keeping a, you know, nearly eight year old, hybrid vehicle like that i mean you think it's just going to continue to give me more and more problems as far as nickel and diamond me to death because otherwise it runs great and it looks brand new yeah i'm afraid that uh, odds are good that you're going to have some minor issues i mean you got a bad sensor sending the oil filter uh send the oil sending unit a bad message that's not a big deal that could happen with any car you will continue to you to lose battery range because of the age uh, batteries miles are one thing age is another thing and as they go along they do lose some of their some of their power how many miles a day do you drive it, not that many anymore uh you know probably drive at 100 miles a week maybe i don't commute in it anymore uh, i don't take it out on the highway because i realize without a spare <laughs> You you could be in a real bind if you have a if you blow a tire out there. So I usually just drive it in the area where I know I'm around Houston. So it's, it's not a lot of miles. Okay, I mean, uh, I'd be surprised if it's 500 a month. Here's the here's the thing. It's it's worth good money right now, more so than it has been in the past, more so than it likely will be in the future. Uh, if you're thinking about doing something else, I'd go ahead and do it now. But I you know, and I I, I don't think you're looking at anything major. These are good cars. I've loved the Panamera. I've had one. In fact, I've had two. Uh, not the e-hybrid, but the regular Panamera. And just they're, they're just really good cars. But you're coming up on that age at eight years now where other things could go wrong. Nothing big, but they start to add up over time. So while the market is so good, you're going to do something, I'd go ahead and do it now. Let me ask you one other real quick question. Uh, I'm looking at a hybrid uh, Highlander. Yeah. Uh, how much power do you lose by going with a hybrid on that? Am I gonna, is that going to be disappointing to me, you think? Or Absolutely you think not. Fine? You're going to pick up acceleration okay. with that hybrid. 
It's going to feel faster okay, than, okay. Uh, than the regular 3.5 liter hybrid. Okay, yeah, that's, that was my only my only concern because everything else, I'm looking at a platinum when I can get one, and those things are just nice. Oh, <laughs> they really are. darn right they are. You know. I love it, yeah, yeah, I, and I love the four. I love the Forerunner a lot. The last few years, since they changed the body style of it, um, you know, there's no hybrid in in that. So, if you're really looking for fuel economy, then the Highlander Hybrid certainly the way to go. Yeah, for road trips, and I love Toyotas. I just gave my son a Grand Four with 150 thousand miles on it that <laughs> ran like the day I got it out of the I got it off the dealership and. My wife's got a 2008 uh, Solara convertible that's, you know, never had to put it in a shop for 100. But I like the Toyotas. Uh, right, I don't. Well, that's good. I appreciate your, I appreciate your help, too. Where is uh, Sergeant Texas at? <laughs> okay, it's down on the coast about, if you were going down the coastline, going south from Freeport, it's about 25 miles there. It's just at the tip. If you're Between Corpus and Galveston. I think we lost him. Um, About 80% weekenders, that type of thing. Right I got you. The, right up the river on the coast. I got it. Sounds like a beautiful place. Uh, if you don't have any yeah. luck down there, uh, Fred has Toyota World is in Houston. They're actually in spring. And they are the biggest Toyota dealer in the state of Texas. And so they're going to get more allocation than any other dealer in Texas. And, you know, once you buy one from Nate Murphy, the general manager, you can service it close to home, and they'll welcome you with open arms. So I'd give that some thought. Only if you, you know, if you've got, if your local dealers, wherever they are, whether either Galveston or Corpus Christi, if if they're not giving you the right deal, talk to Nate. I guarantee you he can make it worth your drive. He is at my website under Find a Car Pro, and the website is carprousa.com. Eric, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening to the show. Our podcast will be up this afternoon, all three hours, at about 2.30 Central Time. There are a lot of choices in cars, trucks, and SUVs. Find out what the right one is for you at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. Looking at our classic car of the weekend, Land Yacht, on our Facebook page. Just wondering, when it was popular way back when, do you think most houses that had garages, that it would fit in? <laughs> well, garages used to be bigger, but I don't know if they were that big. <laughs> I don't know either. That was big. Take a look at this car. You'll, you'll enjoy seeing it. Click the Facebook logo at carprousa.com. And we go to Bill in Tomball, Texas. Hello, Bill. Hey, hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my call and really enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. Kevin, I want to tell you that the, the listening audience really appreciates your help and assistance you know, for Gary. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, Bill, are you drinking? Are you drinking? Not yet. Not, not, not yet. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, uh, I got a 20, have one for me. Okay, I got a 2012 uh, uh, BMW 750Li. Uh, I don't drive it much. It's got 48,000 on it. Obviously, I don't drive it much with a 2012. And so I'm thinking about trading it, selling it, 
and buying a getting a car for my new new to be driver in the in the family soon to be in the next few months. And so, do I buy now? Do I trade now? Do I wait till the values go come down on the used car, or do I buy new? Or do I trade in or sell a 2011 2011 Navigator L uh, that has 176,000 on it? Well, if it were me, if it were me, yes, sir, I would certainly get rid of the BMW. Uh, the miles are fantastic. Market's good. Uh, but it's a BMW, and as they age, it's now over 10 years old. As they age, yep. they get real expensive, and I would avoid that. So while the market's so good, then I would trade that car, and I would buy a new whatever you decide for your 16-year-old. Um, new okay. ones right new now one. with my connections are about as cheap as used ones with the market so high. So what are you thinking about for okay. him or her? Uh, her would be, she really likes the Subaru Forester type car, yeah. the little hat, little uh, small uh, hatchback, I'd call it. Yeah. Uh, or maybe or maybe in a you know, Camry or you know, something like that. She wants something small. Okay. The, we want something small and safe. Well, sure. The, the, the Subaru Forester is actually pretty good size. If, and I, yeah. I love the idea of the Subaru because of the safety systems that are on it. Uh, it's probably one of the mm-hmm. safer vehicles you could drive. I'd look at a Crosstrek, if it were me, mm-hmm. uh, which is a compact SUV, although not all that compact. It's not too small, but it's small, yeah. smaller than a, a Forester or an Outback. Uh, that's a good okay. suggestion. I would shop around on your BMW just to make sure – some dealers don't know what to do with a car like that, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just out of their realm. It's, great, it's a great car. Like, oh, yeah, they are. Uh, but but a Subaru dealer may not know what to do with a very large, yeah, yeah, yeah. low-mileage, yeah, 10-year-old BMW. So at my website, yeah. carprousa.com, click on Sell a Car, get a bid on that BMW, and see okay. what they'll give for it. And when you get a bid from them... It will be a cash offer. No hype, no BS. Here's what we'll bring yeah. you a check for. And then if if you get stay on carprousa.com and you look at find your car pro, you'll find a Subaru dealer there that is fantastic. And if we need to make this two transactions, then you can do that. I'd try to trade the BMW if you can for the tax savings. But there's a guy named Manny Moraghi. He's been with me forever at Gilman Subaru Southwest. Again, he's on my website, and he's not far from Tomball. So just go through him to get the new one, sell the old one, or he'll match your bid at that website. You can't get advice from that friend who thinks he knows a lot about cars. Right. Or you can get the facts from Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. Call 1 800 926 7777. CarProUSA.com. Once you do business with a CarPro dealer, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave feedback so we know how things are going at all our 
CarPro dealers. And we need to give a special, well-deserved shout-out to General Manager Vic Simonian, DCH Honda, in Oxnard, California. Yeah. Took really good care of a listener named Ian. Ian said it was from hello at the front door to a wave as he was driving away in his 2019 Mercedes-Benz Metris van. Ian said now that he's experienced the CarPro VIP treatment, he'll never buy a vehicle another way, any other way. So five stars for Vic Simonian at DCH Honda in Oxnard. And here in North Texas, I think Jerry Patterson at Freeman Toyota has to be leading all of our assistant car pros. Jerry, he's now got 225 reviews with an average rating above 4.9. Wow. I trained him in the business. He worked for me for over a dozen years. You, you brought I gave him, him up his well. First job. That average should move up a little bit this week after he took care of a listener named Paul who said he had never had a better buying experience ever, couldn't imagine a better one, and gave Jerry Patterson another five-star rating. That guy got really mad at me this week. He went to one of our dealers, and it didn't go well. That happens. So the first thing I want to know is, did you follow my process? Did you talk did to you our guy? Talk to the, the contact there. No, I didn't. I didn't say anything. I just went in there. Oh, stop. I can't change the world, was what I told him. I can't control how anybody that just walks in off the street at a dealership gets treated. I can control the ones that go in through our website and do the process right. And if something goes wrong, then I'll be in the middle of it. Otherwise, you're on your own. So, he never was happy with me. (laughs) Most people don't even know if they could do better leasing a car than buying one. Find out from CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.